Hello. Hello and welcome to the Sunflower Allotment Podcast. And we're back. And we're back after too long (laughs) away. Yeah, our summer hiatus, the one point where you should probably be down the allotment most. (laughs) We haven't been, uh, we haven't been recording, but we're back and we're back to talk about the summer, the highs and the lows, um, what's been a success, and then also to talk about what we're going to be doing in autumn. So, um, yes, shall we get on with it, Peter? Let's get on with it. Good to see you again, Tim. Great to see you too. Here we are. Here we are. And we're, we're at the allotment and uh, we're, we're pushing Rubens. So there's a bit of noise in the background, but um, it's very nice to see you. It, yeah, really good to see you. I mean, we've both had incredibly busy summers. And as you say, yeah, when you should be gardening, I was perhaps down a bit more than you, but I kind of had planned the planting, knowing that I wouldn't be there as much as I should be. So I've got lots of autumn crops. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, maybe we can have a look at those later. Yes, yes. Sure. I, I have, I mean, I have really struggled. And I mean, lots of people have uh, moments of um, intense allotmenting and then they have quieter periods. I've been having a very quiet period uh, just due to really having the, the children well, in the summer. Well, not surprising, Tim. I mean, yeah. two, two children, it's really, three and under. It's really hard and to get uh, out. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and you can yeah. get out for a... A moment here and there but to do it consistently and then to have time to uh, to also have a chat with you it's been a bit tricky but anyway yeah. we're, we're um, here now and I think it will hopefully be a bit easier um, as we go forward yeah. <laughs> I say yeah, yeah. hopefully no, well, but um, thank can... you also to um, people who messaged saying you know, asking where we are and, uh, <laughs> and how we are which was very nice we had a couple of lovely messages on um, on Instagram and on Twitter and um, that was that was really really lovely, and that's really spurred us on today, actually, to, to get back out there and yeah, down thank the you, allotment. thank you for that. And uh, no, we've both been feeling bad, both about our allotments, <laughs> broken our Christmas New Year resolutions about no allotment guilt, <laughs> yes. uh, no polytunnel. Um, we've broken all the but also the... podcast guilt on top of that. <laughs> and Rachel, I know, has also been been very busy and, and very poorly recently. Proper poorly, poor yeah. thing, yes. So, and um, I've got two very sore arms because I've had a jab, COVID jab in one arm and a flu jab in the other. Well, I should probably push that buggy then. No, I think I can manage. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter, I, I, would, I think that today is the first really cold day since May. Yeah. What would you say? Oh, well, going by the, the short-wearing thermometer this is the first time I've not been in shorts since May (laughs) okay (laughs) but you know of course July and August uh, were unseasonally cool and weirdly uh, the vegetables the fruit and vegetables the the vegetables more than the fruit seem to have really loved that that's all that Mm. rather mild uh, and wet wetness of of July and August beans have been um, Gone, gone crazy, and a and a and a guilty admission, Tim. Because whilst you were away and cycling with Lara to Amsterdam, uh, your beans were amazing, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I started picking them just because they needed picking to keep them. 
cropping and uh, yeah I was having a, a, a mountains of beans. Because I was about to say I had quite a poor crop this year but now <laughs> I know why. <laughs> you actually had an amazing crop, you just weren't there to enjoy it. <laughs> no I'm really pleased that that happened because I, I did have about three weeks where I didn't come down at all and uh, it was well done for picking them and the blackberries, which I know you had some yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it, but it has been, yes. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's actually a beautiful day, isn't it? I it love is. this kind of autumn, all that rain, torrential rain last night. The yeah. roads are like rivers, but the air is so clean today, isn't mm. it? It's clean, it's brightened. We've had a 10 degree temperature drop from 23 degrees yesterday to about 12 today about 12 today yeah 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 and i'm i mean i love the seasons i really do and i've been missing it a bit i mean the september was just so warm and i know we've got this climate emergency in the background which does make me anxious it does i'm not gonna yes. lie it does no, when i start it's to not think right, about is it. it it isn't and it was getting to last week and i was cycling to work and it was 22 degrees yeah. on the way back on the 7th of October and you're just thinking this is madness mm, mm. Um, but in terms of the allotment it has meant that things are still growing things are still growing the squash the still growing well the squash uh, I mean everything has slowed down enormously the days are so much shorter yeah uh, uh, that the evening temperatures have stayed high as well it's been 14 15 degrees night after night yeah yeah uh, but things have really slowed. I mean, the courgettes, which were bonkers, <laughs> went from baby courgette to marrow in a day. Some of them is what it felt like. But the uh, yeah, the courgette, um, the squashes, they've they've all stopped, and I've just been letting them uh, sort of slowly die off. And today is very important because I'm going to harvest them all uh, with uh, a forecast of a frost tonight. So they all need yep. to come in. Yeah today <laughs> right okay so i better do mine as well then yes <laughs> so you're talking about butternut squash are you but, there? Uh, well Anything? i've got any squash any squash i've got a cheeky curry yes recommended by rachel they yes. look be absolutely beautiful yeah they do uh, i saw those the other day yeah butternut of course um yep. spaghetti squash which uh, i must give you one if you've not had one before they're such a treat i'd love one uh, and, and lara will love it because it you uh, have you ever had one? Do you no, know? I don't know. So the amazing thing about them is, um, when you when you open them, that to cook them, bake them, just bake them in the oven, and then when you slice it open, oh, Ruben's just woken up, and then you stick a fork in, and it's like spaghetti in there. Oh, really? Just a knob of butter or olive oil, and uh, they're like spaghetti. You can almost twirl it round a fork. Oh, all wow. the all the, the don't know what they're called, the threads. The strands, the fibrous yep. stuff. Oh wow! So they're a real treat. They're, and children love them, but they are—they are delicious. Hello, Reuben. <laughs> this is why you haven't been on the allotment. <laughs> yes, this is. This really is. Could you give me your top five? Top five things from the summer. Whether it's vegetables or occurrences on the plot, anything to do with allotments, uh, top five. Well, I think we've already touched on, on that extraordinary weather, um, how, just how curious uh, it, things have been, and my gardening is just different all the time. Uh, top five, well, the squash is absolutely amazing. I've never had such a big crop. I think I'm about to harvest over 100. Ooh, <laughs> and, amazing. Uh, the beans have been beautiful and still cropping. Yep. 
And uh, your beans, so you're talking about French climbers, French, gigantes. Uh, yes, the gigantes, huge crop of gigantes. Uh, yeah, all the beans, uh, yep. runner beans, green beans, French beans, bush beans, climbers. Yeah. I mean, just fistfuls every day. I mean, it's been such a uh, delightful summer in that, you know, it's, it's allotment veg for lunch and it's allotment veg for supper. So what type of veg have you been having this summer? Uh, well, everything's been, everything that's in harvest. I mean, yeah. uh, the radicchio have been fantastic. The rocket, you asked for top five. I'm just going <laughs> to reel off a list. No, I've, I've asked you a different <laughs> question now. Yeah, <laughs> courgettes, fantastic. Uh, the, the, the striata courgettes have been fantastic and so pretty. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I love, I, as you know, I grow things for flavour, but I also just love how they look on the plate. And uh, uh, the disappointing thing has been the tomatoes. I think everyone's been finding that. Yeah. Not a summer for tomatoes at all. Yeah. Uh, mine all got blight. Okay. A lot of people did around us. See, even the ones in the polytunnel. Eventually, yep. the blight got in there. Um, just not enough sun, really. To, I mean had a plentiful crop but I find I've been we've been cooking them rather than yes. lots of salads uh, but yeah we've got jars and jars of passata in the fridge <laughs> wonderful so yeah and your thing. potatoes potatoes they were a bit disappointing but I think you know we talked about that earlier our supplier um, to the allotment association seems as though there was a batch with uh, black leg uh, bacteria on them um, mm. so the crop was disappointing and, uh, and weirdly we kind of stopped eating potatoes yeah <laughs> which I love right <laughs> but yeah they were disappointing small and a bit scabby and then the black leg and and then people got uh, blight as well yeah the late the late croppers the main crop were getting uh, getting blight gosh just as we go to turn left you get a bit of a view here. It's stunning, isn't it? This time in the morning. When you're right in the middle, when you're, and you can't see the houses, all you see is allotment in every direction and just trees in the distance. I mean, it's extraordinary that we are in the city. It's it's mm. that that, uh, I know we talk about it, but just that joy of being on the allotment and and nature, uh, mm. nature in the city is fantastic. I've, I've been reading some very interesting academic papers, uh, researching. Uh, uh, the history of allotments and and one of the thoughts that that just comes through again and again is that they are they are the places for for uh, working people they're mm. not playgrounds like uh, like some of some of the English landscape is for for more well-to-do and and they're not you know they're not for the uh, the farmers or for business but um yeah that's the thought i love that they were the the spaces certainly historically for the yeah. working class and that's a good time to mention that we've got a special coming up with david crouch yeah who's written the allotment book yeah fantastic and, uh, it's coming out as a third edition and uh, we managed to get get hold of him and we're going to do an episode with him in a couple of weeks time on the 26th i think we're going to the 26th we'll record and you're going to be in new zealand so hopefully you'll be there but if not it'll be i'll great be there on way. i'll be there on zoom yeah, yeah i wouldn't yeah. miss that no, no it's really interesting he's a real academic and a writer and yeah um yeah that looks well yeah i'm actually off to collect it today from the library oh brilliant yeah yeah yes. got it ordered in so i'm going to yes. read it that next couple of weeks and um yes anyway uh yeah you're absolutely right they are they are spaces for ordinary people 
um, and they are extraordinary places. Yeah, um, and, and, they really are. And if you, if you look at this here, I mean, you've got asparagus, which is going to seed there. It looks beautiful in that well, light. They've, they've, they've left it to they've grow. They've left it. It looks lovely next, in this light. And you've got yeah. kale behind it. Yeah. And there's some squash at the front and there's a sunflower. I asked you for your top five. You've sort of given us three there. Can I, can I say what another one of yours is? Yes, you go told on. Me? The sunflowers. I know. Here we are, stood in front of a it beautiful. It reminded me. Yeah. They, the, there was let's, a, let's see if we can walk towards my plot because it was mad the amount of sunflowers we counted they, the other day. They self-seeded, and wherever you look, I mean, here, look, there's there must be fifteen, twenty. And yeah. um, there was a point in August and September where there were just sunflowers out everywhere, and I thought. Yeah, it's no wonder we had named it the Sunflower Allotment. <laughs> but they've been beautiful, absolutely. And the birds, uh, birds and pollinators love them. Uh, but just such joyful things, aren't they? Yeah, they are. No, they really are. Yeah, just, just really finishing now. But I'm still picking the flowers for home. Yeah. And uh, I pick them and it surprises me. I think, wow. I'm picking flowers on my allotment. I never <laughs> thought I'd do that. Well, that's the Rachel influence, isn't <laughs> it? It is. <laughs> so, Tim, what were your top five? Although I wasn't down much, I had a couple of lovely moments um, in the summer. Had one the other day, late summer. Uh, it was probably in October, actually, which was picking the gigantes. Mm. Now, um, you recommended gigantes mm. for me. And because some of them didn't take, I think I only had two beans <laughs> that went in. <laughs> but I've harvested a whole cereal box yes. worth yeah. of gigantes yeah. the other day. And we came down as a family. And that was a really lovely moment, seeing uh, Lara popping them and Jess and Reuben all down here and that was lovely so the the harvesting aspect of the allotment even though I haven't had a huge amount uh, that's been good fun and then uh, similarly um, um, my dad came down and we dug up the potatoes and I know you struggled with yours but I had a really good crop yeah aside from the scab I had some really really wholesome um, yeah sizable potatoes and for the first time I've bagged them up and I'm storing them and yeah, I've probably got about 300 brilliant uh, yeah which brilliant yeah, I'm yeah. really pleased yeah, for you which, um, <laughs> it's much much better than um, anything I've done in the past I've not always had a lot of joy with potatoes no I remember and you saying uh, the easiest things to grow yeah. and yet I've what always think, struggled with what do you think um, worked so well this year I used a variety of them yeah. and I think one of them did succumb to mm. your black, black leg, leg yeah. um, but the other three didn't, and I can't remember what they were now, but I think the Maris oh, Pipers might have struggled, yeah. but the other two I had, I had a lovely crop of the red potatoes, um, oh, fantastic, really, yes. really lovely, so yes, uh, that was lovely, doing that with Dad as well, um, and that's what the allotment brings, isn't it, it brings moments, not just about vegetables but about interactions with people yeah. and memories yeah. that was lovely I, I love I love how you can be on the allotment and even sometimes it's just neighbours and there's you might be just working away and weeding or yeah. sowing or thinning out or whatever but there's something very companionable about yes. having some somebody alongside you and you you don't need to talk you're just there there in that moment together having an experience so, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And being being outdoors while doing it and gardening, there's something special about it. The um the other thing, the blackberry bush was again amazing. They were amazing. <laughs> yeah, again. And I didn't plant that, but it was amazing. But you've um, cultivated it, and yeah. that's important. So many people get onto their plots and they they see brambles and rip them out, but but yours is a really special plant. I mean, big, it's big, juice. juicy blackberry. In fact, shall we? Spends a bit of the episode now just walking around my plot and your plot. Let's do that. And we're at mine now, so I'll show you yeah. the front the front of the plot. The other thing I was going to say, which has been lovely, is I've had a couple of friends who have helped me, and they have really taken to it. So they've been gardening away on the first, what, I don't know, fifth of the plot. And as you can see, they've done a fabulous job. And they had a, a huge crop of cabbages the other day and onions and courgettes and kale. Um, but again, it was more just being down here with friends. Yeah. was more than the actual gardening itself. Yeah. Um, which, I love their enthusiasm. They, yeah. they, I'd come over and chat to them and, and they were so stoked to, to get a little bit of garden. Yeah. And they were so enthusiastic and, and uh, well, they're on did the, a great Well, they're on job. the waiting list and they've been yeah. on it for two years. Uh-huh. And they said to me, oh, we just want to crack on. And I yeah, said, well, just, yeah. you can have a little bit of mine, you know, yeah. we, can, we can share. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously we're really busy, so it's, it's good for us as well. That's great. Um, but yeah, they, they're very, very keen. Um, so this is their bit there, but if we walk up, um, I've covered, this is the area of the polytunnel. The polytunnel. Oh, don't talk about it, don't mention it. The dreaded polytunnel will go up next year. So this is sort of a no-dig area. Yes. And then if we go through it, you can see these the gigantes. Now, I've picked most of them in the rain yesterday. Yes. It seems like some of them are... By the way, if you have a... I don't think you do, but if you have a log-burning stove or an open fire... Hmm. Keeping the uh, ah, they're down there. Yeah. Keeping the cases and drying them off. Yep. They make fabulous fire lighters. And also, if you just put your uh, microphone down there, you can hear. Uh, no, you can't. They're, they're all soggy. They're all soggy. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> I thought they were going to make that nice no, noise. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, so they were they were fantastic. Squash um, are looking great. And then the squash. I mean, what I love about the squash is you just leave them. Yeah. And away they go. Yeah. Have a look at my leeks here, Peter. Is there something going on with them? Something looks like something's eating them. I mean, it, I suspect if you didn't cover them and they went in earlier in the year, mm. then then leek moth might have. Um, there might be some both. I mean, when you you'll only know if you dig one up and cut them open, and they they crawl up inside and eat okay. away on the inside, and yeah. they they don't look that happy. So no, they don't, do they? Uh, you, know you can put them happy. in late in. I mean, we're we're too late for it now, but you can put them in late in in late August, September. And yeah. I, I got some late ones in, and you think, well, you don't need to cover them by then, yeah, because the the risk of moth is is, is pretty much gone. But you know yes, have been happy. The celeriac have loved the, the they summer. Love this summer. Yeah, and I've gr- and warm and I've never had such uh, so much success with celeriac as I have had this year. Yeah, so they yeah. they'll be ready in probably months' time. Well, I mean, they they just they can sit there and do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, they're they're probably ready now if they're big enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. judging by the the amount of foliage they've got, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I even love the the leaf. It's quite strong. Mm, okay. But it's got a real celery, yeah. you know, chopped very finely, a little bit sprinkled into a salad can yeah. work. 
not too much because it is strong and it is tough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the as you can see, this, the yeah. uh, butternut squash has done really well. Yeah. And I've probably got around. 15 in here somewhere yeah brilliant um, and they're another fabulous crop that i mean all those things that uh, <laughs> i mean that so much so many crops are prone to disease or pests or just oh that's a beauty and and the, the squash pretty much you put them in and just and just leave them do their thing that's Gosh, heavy, isn't it? they've got a really good weight that's a fabulous oh. sign as well that's not uh, that's not an empty squash inside. I'd say that's a good. I'm struggling to take that one. That's, that's that's well over a kilo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there we go. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. And you know how to cure them? We talked about it this time last year. I yes, think we did an episode. Leave them. Keep them warm. In the kitchen. A warm windowsill, no, somewhere not the kitchen, warm because it's a bit moist, isn't I it? I mean, nobody really has airy cub cupboards anymore because no. immersion heaters and rightfully perhaps are a thing of the past but somewhere warm a, ki a shelf high up in the kitchen a sunny yeah. windowsill so i know some people put them in uh, their greenhouse or polytunnel okay somewhere yeah. warm and yeah. leave them for about two weeks and that's where the flavor really develops great okay and and they're probably not worth eating before then yeah. um you can if you're desperate of course but cure them and then store them in a cool place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the flavour really okay. develops. All right, I'll try and. But get them all in today, because the, yeah, I will the do, frost the, is on the way. The frost is coming. Uh, Jack Jack Frost is coming to pay us a visit. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. this is what is what's this squash, Tim? I don't know what this squash is, um, but bright yellow. It's bright yellow. It's a very different shape. Yeah, it's a different kind. Nice kind of overly shape. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, mm. as you say, a completely mm. different shape to a butternut. Um, but no, I'm not yeah. sure. And nice. your your Italian herb garden is still go <laughs> it's still going strong. It looks really good. The design may have gone a bit wayward from that perfect <laughs> Italian hope, symmetry. Open Italian person. But you've got never some visits this part. <laughs> I'm half Italian. So ah, right. Okay. My father, my father is half Italian. Oh, sorry. okay. Your quarter. Uh, yeah. And you've got some broad beans coming. Coming I was, back. I was too late in, in you know again a thing that you can get in the ground. Uh, well, obviously late the broad August. beans. These were harvested in. Um, these are harvested in May, uh -huh. June. Yes. And this is just a rogue bean. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. come but back. There's, there's, there's new growth coming. Yeah, that's mad, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, anyway, let's let's walk through. Um, and there's sunflowers. Dying sunflowers everywhere. everywhere. Um, and I, I actually also rather like the 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 aesthetic of of autumn, of all this thing, all this growth mm. looking brown and wilted and the stems are brown mm. and all that kind of rottingness i think i find rather rather wonderful I know. and it's just another part of that the cycle of nature isn't it now i've spent the last four years cursing this stuff uh-huh couch grass yeah, yes and i shouldn't have let it go to seed but actually yeah. it's beautiful it is beautiful isn't the light it? coming through it the yeah. featheriness yeah yeah the, yeah, the yeah. orange tips of it they're stunning yeah. but anyway yeah need to get rid of it yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah another 10 years yeah <laughs> yes but but uh stick with it i have virtually got rid of it okay and as you may have heard me say mine was like a mat dig mm. under the soil it was like a a carpet well, underground talking of carpets and mats not literally because they're not allowed on the plot yeah. but this is uh the no dig area that i spoke yeah, to uh, rachel about on the last plot yes. that we did so basically from the budlier to the black current, I'm gonna go completely no dig yeah. for maybe 
18 months. Oh, really? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, because the soil here is so fine. Yes. And I feel like it needs to really recover. I'm going to put mud... Um, mud? Sorry. I'm going to put... Well, mud will be there. I'm going to put muck in it as well. And um, the other thing I'm thinking is it will just take a bit of pressure off uh, what has been a bit of a difficult time with uh, the children and getting yeah, everything down. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so some really... of the plot will just be recovering. Sure. And that, that's a really smart way to manage time and, and the plot, mm. that even whilst not being physically active, you're still being productive and enhancing the plot yeah, in some way. Yeah, doing something good yeah. to the soil. So... Thank you for giving me that. And we're These just chomping the, on some of your blackberries. The last wow. blackberry, that, is that was tarp. Moment really tarp. That's lovely. Kind of like that yep. sharp smack in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then through here, the last bit, we had three apples. Oh. <laughs> the apple tree. Yeah, the apple's a bit overgrown, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, it's the wild corner. It's the wild corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, let's um, let's take a walk over to yours, shall we? Yeah, yeah. And your comments on no dig are interesting because I think one of the reasons that uh, things have been so successful or some things have been so successful on the plot this year is because the last three, four years where I've been rather obsessively, uh, and I know I bang on about it too much on the podcast, but right, I have been rather obsessive about getting manure into the ground because when I took over this plot, um, the soil was very poor. This poor sandy soil, which felt a bit exhausted. Uh, but tons of manure have gone in, and things just just seem to grow. They yeah. seem to love it. All that it's organic no matter. It's, it? the, it's not just the nutrients; it's also the condition of the soil. Yeah. These these radicchio have just been um, a joy over the summer. Yeah, they're getting a bit tough and bitter, but we, we're cooking them now rather than uh, salad. Mm. Um, the um, sorrel has been wonderful. Yeah, it's my winter parsley. Courgettes have been amazing. Yes, and then there's your squash. Well, no, there's some squash there. Intercropping there. Oh, lots of intercropping actually. That's something I really got into this year. Um, loads of beetroot here, the, the celeriac. I mean, this one's looking huge. Yeah, that's, uh, that's and then, much bigger than mine, which is interesting. Talk about the soil again. Isn't I it? think it's all down to the soil, yeah, Tim. Yeah, it has, has you to actually be. planted them three weeks after I did. Yeah, I was a bit slow, but they were the same batch of plants because you gave me these seedlings. Yeah. So there's a, a scientific experiment. There we go. <laughs> yeah. But um, step carefully through here. These are the spaghetti squash. Yes. Um, okay. Well, they look a bit like the ones, but yes, the colours different. They're, they're though, mottled, yeah. Yeah. Um, but these were everywhere. These went crazy. I mean, they were climbing. They were climbing up the runner beans. <laughs> They've climbed. I, I had a good crop of uh, monge two and sugar snap, and they were climbing over the beans. I can you can see, see they're yeah. hanging in yeah, the I air there. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been, um, yeah, and I've, they're real colonisers, aren't they? So. Uh, Oh, so pretty. That's so I mean, pretty. That, the shape. The shape. That's the chicory. Beautiful golden orange yep. with a bit of vein and green tipped. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Rachel. This is all down to her. I've never grown them before. Yeah. But she said it was her favourite, even more so than butternut. And if I remember, I think she got those from Wilco 
for 50p seeds uh-huh. or something. We were talking yeah. about cheap seeds on yeah, the episode yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that's good to know that from yeah. only I, 50p yeah. and seven or eight seeds, you can have this crazy crop yeah, that think. is stunning. I mean, that is really beautiful. Yeah, I mean, they're just everywhere. They are everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. I did. I was weeding fairly carefully and then... Yeah. What is this weed, actually? Uh, I don't know what this one is. I, I was... I kept on top of the fat hen, mm. uh, and then this just suddenly appeared in August. And yeah, it, it's come up a lot as the all the leaves of the squash have died away. Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, think it looks fantastic, Peter. And then over here, you've got a huge crop of well, this is all <laughs> what I mean, broccoli. So I've got here um, chard. Yeah. Uh, purple sprouting, and then here I've got all the brassicas. So January King, um, Savoy, the Hispy pointed cabbage. Yeah. More broccoli there. Yeah. Uh, which I will have. We'll have for supper tonight because that's all ready. Yeah, it's great. And this is just all the winter stuff yeah. now. So um, Brussels sprouts. I didn't do cauliflower last year because they were beautiful, and then they just rotted or yeah. within a few days. So I find cauliflower difficult. Um, yeah. And kind of a lot of space for not a huge reward so I yep. think other things are more productive and then yeah I had some this is the end of the beans had some delicious purpley beans the courgettes actually this, this slowed down a lot but then I'm still getting some courgettes yeah still flowering I mean it's it's extraordinary to uh, to be getting courgettes and beans this late in in October lovely little patch of sunflowers sunflower, yeah. and then I'm rather pleased that the plot next to me is still I mean I like it not being occupied because it's a rather fabulous wildlife area but my my um, squash on this side have just completely <laughs> taken it over like a like an alien like a triffid whoa bigger than my head that is humongous yeah and again one, aren't they lovely that nothing nothing yeah. is eating it yeah nothing's attacked it no viruses um, but just the, the, the one pot the one thing I haven't because the cord I thought I'd allowed lots and lots of space but the squash went so crazy they overran the sweet potatoes ah so yeah. that's something i'm going to try and dig up later this afternoon to see how they're getting on yeah see if there's anything but yeah that sprouting broccoli so pretty yeah it's lovely just such a beautiful color yeah it is but yeah again deep, overrun deep overrun by the squash, the squash going yeah. over yeah they're like a like, like an alien aren't they they're, they're like going to next Plot. Yeah, I mean, we're quite into next door's plot now. Yeah, we're deep into it. There's just squash everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you have got at least 70, haven't you? 80. At, at least 70. I, I yeah. With a bit of digging and delving, I did actually when I was weeding a, a couple of weeks ago, I counted over 100. Yeah. And it disappeared under the weeds that have sprung up. So, yeah, that's exciting. I mean, that, Brilliant. That growing things for the uh, cupboard. Yeah. Peter, I wonder whether we could uh, make our way back, get this yes. little chap into the pushchair, but then carry on talking about certainly, um, certainly. jobs for October and, Let's do that. and autumn. Yeah. So, Peter, we're now circling back and 
exiting the allotment after a lovely morning. Um, what are your jobs for October? Clearing the plot, probably the, the main thing. Um, getting manure in and at this time of year you can just lay it on top you don't know you know you don't need to dig yep. the worms will do their job taking it down and i'm happy as i've just said you know I've, i have dug it in deep uh, hiya. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, just saying hello to neighbors uh so yeah manure manure is one um sorting out seeds sorting out any autumn planting I think my main job for this evening is actually ordering the garlic because garlic yep. should really, I mean, if it goes in end of October, then brilliant, but end of November is fine, even end of December. Yeah, um, remember my I haven't forgotten, I can order some for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, um, and, and just planning, planning for next year. I yep. mean, it is that funny time, isn't it, that when a lot of things are, are dying away, the, the growing season is coming to an end apart from all the, the winter things that might be coming through but we're already it's that optimism about thinking and planning for next yep. year and, exactly uh, hi there see you harvested all your squash oh brilliant yeah well there's a frost tonight so yeah yeah good job the wonderful looking crop you've got as well Thank you. I hope got yeah 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 they're down there oh, yeah. <laughs> but more to come <laughs> and then planning I mean, yeah, what else for the autumn? Really, uh, shallot, I mean, winter, uh, autumn onions. Yep. Um, most things already in the ground for winter that need to be in the ground. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How about you? What are your jobs? Yes, yeah, a couple of similar ones there. I want to plant some garlic after having a failure last year. I mean, that very dry early yeah, spring, didn't yeah, we? Which yeah. sort of shrunk them, not shrunk them, but, you know, stop them they from just, growing they just they, never really got going they never they? really um, bulbed up properly mm. um i really want to try um with rachel's advice some winter leeks yes now i'm a bit late to do it from seeds i'm gonna try and see if i can pop around some garden centers and there have some, been a few places that have that have got, uh, got seedlings yeah seedlings yeah. great um i'm gonna put some red barren in, yeah, some onion, some red yeah. onion, because that's the, always pretty good. The, got the good red crop. barren are, are great, um, and they they need to be in relatively soon because they need to be a good height. Yeah, they need to be a good height so that they survive the winter. Not yeah. massively, but if they're sort of two or three inches, yes, then they'll be okay. If they're smaller than that, they if there's a bad winter, they generally don't survive. And Blast me, my prize thing I wanted to Blast show me you. Blast me, boy. Blast me, boy. I've Blast been in NASA too long. <laughs> I wanted to show you my experiment this year, because it's always nice to try something new, is uh, I've planted some saffron crocuses. Oh, lovely. And there's so a they'll huge, come? They, they, yeah. Well, they're already up. Ah, brilliant. They should, they've planted, in, planted them in August, yeah. and they are, they're an autumn crop. Oh, lovely. And I'm hoping that by Christmas, I've grown lots of people nice Christmas presents. Oh, that's <laughs> that really everyone nice. will be getting. Uh, I, pl- I put in about 50 bulbs. And there's a fantastic tradition. I mean, like, you know, after all, Saffron Walden is named after oh, okay. Saffron. Right, and okay. And pr- pretty a lot of places in East Anglia. There'll be place names, Saffron Street, yeah. Saffron Place. There's, uh, there's, um, 
So the yeah, big tradition of growing saffron in East Anglia. Um, you only get three, three stamens per bulb, so that's why it's so expensive. Yeah. So if I've grown it's 40, easy. 50, and oh. that'll be 150 right. stamens. Just as we, um, as we go, Peter, we just locking up the gate there, as um, people may have heard. It's been a big push to lock the gate. Yes. I've noticed it's, it's locked a lot when I go there. And yes. It seems like, um, unfortunately, we've had an increase in, in theft of vegetables over the summer. And uh, the reaction is that when you go to Lockman now, the gate is pretty much... The gate much is locked, yeah, and we've locked, never had that. And uh, the feeling is, talking to the association, it's another one of the, the really awful fallouts of the cost of living crisis. Yeah. Um, that people know that if the gate's open, people do walk in and help themselves to... I mean, yeah. it's extraordinary to think that as long as I've been on the plot, any theft was always tools from sheds. Yeah. Now people are... Uh, getting into the allotment to steal food it seems tragic absolutely yeah, it's tragic really, it's really sad really, yeah. really sad yeah I mean, particularly people living who, I mean not living people with plots near the edge obviously they're they're, they're, they're suffering the most yeah. so we're relatively secure in the middle but um, doesn't mean to say we shouldn't be be, be, locking again. be, yeah. be careful and look after the people who are who are being more uh, exploited in that way anyway Peter we've had a I'll leave it there. A bit of a, a rambling old episode, that one. Maybe we're getting back into it yes. <laughs> after a bit of a gap. But um, if you have any questions on anything to do with allotments in autumn, or if you have any questions for our upcoming special recording with author David Crouch, who has written a fantastic book on allotments, is now in its third edition. We will be um, interviewing it him. It's called The Allotment Book, I think. The Allotment yeah. Book, yeah. And that is um, going to be in. That'll be probably out in the next three weeks. So any questions for him, please do let us know. Um, or yeah, if you'd like to get in touch at all, it's Sunflower Pod One on Twitter and Instagram, and um, Sunflower Allotment Podcast at Gmail dot com. But um, it's been very nice to record with you today, Peter. And sorry it's been so long. And uh, as always, I've learnt a lot. <laughs> Saffron. Um, <laughs> well, we'll see. Radicio. I haven't got a yet. Yes. <laughs> yes uh, um, squash. But yeah, I'll, um, we'll, we'll try and um, record again before you go to New Zealand. But if we don't, maybe we can do a Zoom episode. We'll do Zoom on New Zealand. And I've got a couple of gardeners lined up uh, that I'm going to talk to. One who, who grows organically and is a large producer uh, yeah. for the, the Nelson region, which is where my right. sister and mother live. Uh, and it's very odd that I'm going from, this does feel like probably the first day of autumn. <laughs> it hasn't felt like autumn so far. So yeah, I, I'm flying next week and I'll yeah. be flying into uh, spring. <laughs> Their equivalent of May can be very confusing. But um, yeah. to, uh, yeah, I mean, thank you. Thank you for all the support and thank you for listening. And I hope you've had a good and productive summer. And uh, yeah, yes, we'll be we'll be back more in podcast mode now. The bathroom is done, and your 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 homegrown <laughs> crops of two <laughs> lovely children are beginning to to be more self sufficient. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.